You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome back to the Quad Life Crisis. My name is Daryl. I'm Saraya. And on today's episode, we have a special guest, uh, Kianu. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Saraya. What's up? <laughs> Hi, Kianu. Now, I'm sure um, for all those of you who have downloaded the Shock app, I'm sure you've listened to Kianu's own podcast, That Twenties Show. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a plug for your show. Let's hear it, Saraya. Which is that I've always felt that it's sort of like the sister podcast to Quad Life Crisis. I love how in sync we are. I was about to say that too, but yeah, it's a similar theme, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about exploring, you know, your twenties, yep. your thirties, in my case. Because as we've discovered, I'm the Oldest person in this room By a lot huh? Not just like One or two years back. No, no, no. I, I never knew Keanu was Much younger Younger <laughs> Really Wait how old are you Daryl 26 26 I thought you were around The same or older yeah. Older <laughs> No But he's got such A youthful disposition I mean <laughs> Thank you for that Soraya I was trying to keep A very uncle vibe today Aren't we talking Not about happening. maturity Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> True Okay FYI people I'm 23 And they didn't believe me They were like Huh? Really? I thought you were At least 25 Is it? And Daryl You thought he was What 28 maybe? No 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 I mean like Either my age Or maybe a year or two older <laughs> <laughs> And this is without Facial hair Can you imagine With facial hair Probably 35 minimum huh? <laughs> Have you gone public With facial hair? Trust me I have <laughs> I was 21 at the time uh, I was in PR In the advertising company I was in the front desk At events And people would be like Hey how old are you? Huh? I was like Guess my age 30 uh. Oh my god I was only 21 Oh was I 20? I was 20 And people thought I was 30 That's the story of your life though Here you are today You're meeting Daryl And he's like Oh you're 27 at least In actual fact You're 23 I know I know But yes Uncle Keanu What we're here to discuss today Is you know Maturing Through your parents' divorce That's and right this was a topic That you pitched Yes um, And so I guess We just want to Start from the start What happened Tell us the story Of your parents Getting divorced Okay And how did you feel At the time It was probably When I was 20 So this was Three years back My parents got a divorce Which was mutual It was not something That was difficult For the family Of course The aftermath of that The early days of that I needed time To process it And everything No matter how strong you are It's still a divorce No matter what right mm-hmm. But I think Last year When I was 22 Was when I finally realized That oh my god I'm actually I am the man of the house Because there's just me My younger brother Who is 11 And my sister who's 25 But she's staying in France She's studying and working there You know So technically it's like I'm the oldest sibling here So that's when I told myself like Oh my god I gotta do something about it You know like I can't be that typical 20 year old kid Who's going to spend my money On anything I want With my hard earned cash like, Oh I wanna shop New shoes New clothes Everything you know So that was my realization And Told myself I need to mature By hook or by crook And it got to start now And that was last year That was last year Yeah Was there any specific event That triggered that? There is actually One specific event So we rented house every year But it's just within the same condo So at first it was Let's say level 13 And level 11 You know Even though it's in the same condo It's a lot of work mm-hmm. The idea of moving Oh best new You know new house Everything <laughs> Yeah lah Everything is great <laughs> Until the moving day And <laughs> then Sakit pinggang Even though you're only 20 plus Aduh Very pain here Very pain yeah. here and there But my biggest concern Was not me It was my mom 
She's not getting any younger. And when I saw, but she loves to carry things. I'm the one in the family like, yeah, we just pay movers lah, you know. And my mom was like, no, just for the big things, the small things, I can do it. And I was like, oh my God, why mom, why? But by nature, she's like that. Okay. But at the same time, like I said, she's not getting any younger. You know, your body will eventually get tired and you can't function as you could before. So I remember it was when we were moving to our previous condo, the previous unit. I just looked at her and I was like, I can't let this prolong. You know, because going through it is so stressful. Mm. Might as well, the next time we move, it's going to be final. It's going to be our house. Right. You know? So I knew that I have to work hard to get my family a new house. So I think that was the point when I suddenly, all those thoughts about what my mom said, save up, save up, save up. It finally struck me earlier last year where we were moving. So I was like, you know what? I got to really start saving for big things, you know, not simply for a new phone. It's like for long-term investments, like a house, you know, anything for the family. And this was about two years after the divorce? Yeah. So in between that, how were you like? Still buying phones. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot uh, afford a rate that time. Because getting older, I'm poor money getting less. <laughs> I cannot afford new phones. You have to start giving more, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. When you start working, you have to start giving, right? Yes, Raya, right? right, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> and my culture is like that. Money comes, money goes. <laughs> money comes, money goes. Why do we grow up? The year after my parents divorced, I was still that typical. Ooh, because I think 21 was the year I started working. My first job. And it was a TV job. This is two years back. And I remember every time my pay came in, I'm like, oh, Okay, let's go and shop. Sale, 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 sale. Typical boy lah. You know? And then like, Conan want to do like financial planning. Mm, Please. (laughs) It's there. The spreadsheet is there. I look at it. I memorize it. Do I adhere to it? No. You know? <laughs> so you actually would like drop a budget and stuff like that. Literally. I was always that analytical so you, kid. So you see, this is where all three of us differ because I think in the previous episode, me and Shreya talk about, yeah, saving money, but I mean, not to the point where we have spreadsheets <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like, you know, it was actually five steps ahead of us. He actually had spreadsheets. We didn't yeah. have anything. But like I said, I didn't even follow it. <laughs> I did it. Yes. You know, is it that? Yes, of course. Are you executing it? No. You know, so I was like proud, like, oh, I could literally put it on my wall. I did a spreadsheet of, you know, how I should spend my money. Yeah. But I spent 80% <laughs> of my money on clothes, clothes, clothes. But I didn't realize that I was always the kid who would still put aside money for my mom, you know, because of the divorce, I believe. You know, I right. felt like, even though she has her own savings in ASB and everything, but I felt the need to, you know? And I think that probably grew in me over the years as well. I always felt the need to, you know what? Put aside some money for your mom. Even if it's like, probably like I said, 70% of my money went for shopping. 20% remaining goes to my mom. mom. So 10% is mine. Macam tu. You know, so it's like, yes, I enjoyed a lot of my money, but the remaining goes to my mom, you know? So I felt that already. It's just last year was when the major change of thought came. Mm. And then finally implemented whatever I did in the spreadsheet lah. Finally. Dusting off the Excel. I still know how to use Excel. Whoa. (laughs) Proud moment, okay? (laughs) But winding back, I wanted to ask you this question. In the prep, you said your parents went through a divorce. Yeah. But it didn't scar you. Yes. How? Because like every other divorce story that here, it somehow affects the children no matter how old they are. Correct. The fact that it didn't scar you should mean that there was something behind it, right? I right. mean, if you don't mind, can you explain yeah. to us? You know, I love this podcast because I've never shared about this ever. So when Soraya texted me like, what do you want to talk about? I was like, this is interesting, yeah. finally. You pitched it really quickly. It's almost like it was... Quite fast, right? It was like brewing mm. there. You're like, I was surprised also, actually. I waiting for someone to ask me. Believe me, Daryl, I'm always contemplating like, huh, I don't want to be too public about my stuff. Someone texts me, I'll talk about my parents' divorce. 
way to go, Kianu. That first, escalated quickly. Yeah. like the first thing you suggested. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, I was like, you know, you can talk about buying a house. But nope, my parents divorced. Yeah. And then how that led me to want to buy a house. Correct. But I mean, yeah, going back to Daryl's question. Yeah. Why didn't it scar me, right? Like, how did it not scar me, right? Yeah. Okay, the thing is, things like my parents divorced, right? It was not something shocking, actually. Because they've had some issues, like, along the way since I was small, you know? So I had my days of being very affected. When I was a kid, I was always, like, crying in my room. That kind of like, oh, you know, like, why, why, why? But I think along the years, because there are three of us, right? My sister, me, and I. When my sister was younger, she was the tough cookie. I was the crybaby. But as we aged, like, I grew stronger also. Because my sister left the nest, like, basically. You know, mm-hmm. she went to study and work after getting a scholarship. So I was like the eldest in the family, in a way. So that toughened me up. So even when my parents decided to divorce, I was very calm about it. I was like, yeah, I think you all should carry on with this. I was surprised that I wasn't that affected. Because of course, most of the time, the kids would be scarred and they would develop mental health issues and all that, you know. One thing that I realized is that in every family, you could be raised by the same parents, you could see the same things, but not every child would interpret it the same way. So for me, to say that I'm not affected langsung would be a lie lah. But it's just that I shifted it from being affected to being more responsible. Okay. You channeled it positively. Positively. Into... But also I wonder if it's because you were 20 when it happened. I think mm. when you're a kid, right? Your parents say, okay kids and they sit you down and yeah. you're like eight and like, we're gonna get a divorce. And it's like your whole world shatters right then because at that time in your life your parents are your whole world. True. But I guess when you get older and you've kind of built your own little world yeah. it's kind of like I and you you want them to be happy and yeah. staying together is not making them happy. I yeah. think you understand so much better right. that they would be happier apart. And maybe when I was a kid, I was always the kid who would really rationalize the situation. Tau. I kept telling myself and my parents, like, it's better if you guys go apart rather than fighting all the time because it's bad for us. Uh-huh. You know, and not, maybe not every a... kid think like that, right? Yeah. How do they uncle react from to last that? time. I was an uncle since I was a kid. Don't know what was I reading, like what was I watching, <laughs> you know? This called you because he said that. <laughs> my dad pretty much that you know. But my mom is very patient. She's like, no, if I can still try to repair things let's just keep going and I was like mom you know this is beyond repair I think along the way my mom finally realised that I think you're right you know because I said especially that I have a younger brother I might have turned out okay but we don't know how he's going to turn out if he keeps seeing the same things that I saw when I was a kid you know so I just said you know for the sake of the family for us I think it's better if you all you go your separate ways because mm-hmm. I'd rather we all go our separate ways and at the same time happy doing things our way rather than like you know we're still married and everything but at the same time we don't like each other right I gotta think long term like you know so yeah. yeah some couples are definitely better off as just friends yeah really mm, yeah. probably but going back to your siblings yeah. like you were fine yeah how was your elder sister and your younger brother what, like? I think we're all okay lah especially my brother now what I'm trying to do in which you know back to the topic about maturing at a young yeah. age because mm-hmm. of this what I think matured me a lot is also realising that okay my brother needs a father figure so I try my best to fill in that void I, t- I hope he he feels that way lah because my dad thankfully he's not like the most absent person in the world he is there but he's not the kind who would actively like how are you how are you like, if we don't call him he's not gonna call us lah so yeah my brother for now I'm seeing that he's fine because I'm there like if he has any like anugrachamelang or anything like what ceremonies in school when we could still go for ceremonies pre-COVID of course yeah. I would try to be there even though I have a busy schedule but I would still try my best to like you know spend time with him we're very close so my biggest hope is that he doesn't feel the loss of a father figure mm. You know, because I feel like most cases where the kids get really affected is because they feel the absence of the parent. Yeah. Was there any point where you saw him maybe starting to really sense that loss, the absence of a father figure, and that's when you decided, okay, I'm going to step in? Or was it sort of like immediately you knew, I want to step in right now? I don't remember any specific points of realizing that, you know. Mm. Because, like I said, my father is not really absent, but he's not present either. Mm-hmm. 
I always believe that our families are other half as well. So I got to understand mm. that we complete each other, you know. So if I'm not there for him, and I'm just going to let it be like, oh, whatever. You know, because my mom is a very loving mom. She's a great mom. But at the same time, he still needs to have a father figure. Mm. So that's why I try to teach him like some values like responsibility, you know, work ethic or whatever. Like sometimes I scold him like for example, like for not studying. I have to menggarangkan myself. Like how a father is sometimes, right. you know. Yeah, because you seem like the least garang person. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hate being garang. But I have no choice. I'm like, sayang. I call him sayang, you know. Like we're so close. Like, sayang, what time is it now? 2 p.m. I told you through BM, right? 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right now tomorrow, right? English, right? And he's like, okay, sorry, 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 you know, slowly. But I think he takes it okay, like he doesn't like, you know, he's like, oh, do what? I want to play game and everything, you know. Yeah. One thing, Jala, that I like as a father figure, I don't play sports. So, you know, like, normally dads be like, hey, let's go play soccer and all that. Sorry, yeah, sayang, I don't play any other sports. <laughs> <laughs> Hopeless, okay? So, speaking about father figures, like, that was how the absence slash presence of your dad affected your younger brother. Hmm. How did it affect you, especially, you know? Because I'm imagining, if throughout my whole 20s if I didn't have my dad around it will be kind of different so I'm just imagining like how you as a 20 year old plus plus would have been affected surprisingly I don't feel affected at all you know mm. also because I was never that close to him we were a close family lah, but he wasn't really the kind of dad that would really like oh you know uh, how's your school how's life uh, in school homework exams he's just like he's there but not 100% present so that's why I never really felt the loss ah. maybe most kids who feel that loss is because they were really close to the father mm-hmm. and then when the father just left they feel that sense of abandonment they built mm, the abandonment okay. issues not for me I don't feel any resentment I don't feel any hate towards him it's just neutral I'm grateful for that also because I think I've been praying for that like the one thing I've been asking in my prayers is that please do not fill my heart with any hatred and that helped for me mm, yeah because I think hatred at the end can become guilt you might feel that guilt true right? but yeah I wanted to go back to what you said about becoming more financially savvy and you know digging up those Excel spreadsheets and suddenly drawing up budgets and saving. So before that, did you save anything at all? Okay, this is how bad I was, okay, in 2018. Eh? I saved. And not simply save in normal account. ASB somehow. Like, invest money somehow and want to see the dividend at the end of the year and everything. <laughs> but this boy also took out his ASB money to go to Phuket. <laughs> Without my mom knowing. Not a proud moment for me. Typical kid like this. Alah, my payment from this project gonna come in soon last. I buy ticket to Phuket. Suddenly, the flight was in two days. The payment did not come in. Oh, uh, what did you do? I didn't want to tell my mom. I just went to the bank. Luckily, I was already 20, right? Can go. So, I want to withdraw here. Untuk apa ya? Nak pergi holiday. <laughs> you were honest about Probably. it. Probably. But I, mean, I, I think ASP, you need like to be 21 or something, right? And I was 21 two years ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 20. 21, sorry, 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 sorry. Thankfully, I was 21. If not, bye-bye Phuket trip. <laughs> Flight money gone. But that was how I was back then. What? To the extent of taking up my ASB money, man. Oh yeah, for God. And it wasn't for like, oh, someone needs surgery or like, I need surgery. It was no. like, I want to go to Phuket. Exactly. <laughs> Patong Beach, I need to see you. Patong. <laughs> I need the Thai pancakes. I need the Pad Thai Mee and all that stuff, you know, to myself. Huh? So, okay, once I come back, the payment is in. I'll put the money back. Please, that never happened. The money came in, but it didn't go back in ASB. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> my own pocket. <laughs> Clothes. <laughs> Clothes. <laughs> or another Phuket trip, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, anymore. you're probably wearing that money somewhere on you right now. <laughs> Uh-oh, I think you're right. <laughs> but so after you decided, you know, you had that yeah. epiphany, right? When yeah. you saw the light and you decided, okay, yeah, I'm going to start getting back on track financially. What steps did you take? What did you do first? It was pretty drastic, actually, because from the spreadsheet, oh, I just ignored. But what I did was I saved extremely much. 
<laughs> Let's say a project came in. You know, like there's like the the formula, like okay, thirty percent of your uh, monthly earnings, for example, goes to your savings. I didn't care when another outside project came in. Yeah, Allah, eighty percent of the money I put in ASB, good lah. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, much up through the formula. <laughs> but then that's safe, like, safe. It's even better than than it's the better. formula. It's yeah. better. Just not structured. So I went from being an extremely <laughs> <laughs> Irresponsible person with money To completely in love with saving Saving, 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 saving Every parent's dream lah yeah. To the extent Where if I had like emceeing gigs or whatever I remember last year I booked a trip to Genting With my family You got the room non-refundable And all that mm. Cheap, cheap money Not that expensive phone. Suddenly got someone text Hi, are you available on this date To host this event? I said, crap I have my Genting trip uh, Available I burned the Genting trip Just, just to, to do to this get that extra gig <laughs> This got, got extra I said like Hmm If I burn this money I will lose this much of money But if I take this gig I get extra this much of money I can save Might more. as well, right? To that extent, you know <laughs> But which was pretty unhealthy already To a certain extent Like you need your me time also mm. But I was obsessed to save but since then, besides saving, you know, the revenue that yeah. you bring in, have you suddenly diversifying your investments? Or Ooh. this is what you're going to do now? And then maybe that's something you'll do in the future. Um, Now, my main investment is still ASB, la, I would say. Kan? It's minor, but it's still consistent. I do want to start investing in properties and all that. But for now, at least I, I bought a house recently. Congratulations! Thank you so much. Oh, so, yeah. you won't ha- so you'll just have to move that one last... Moved already. Oh, my oh done. <laughs> Close case. Yeah, so if you saw me limping just now, it's because of <laughs> You're <all> getting some. <laughs> but yeah, we finally bought a property in mid this year. But we finally got the key in October, moved in in early November. And yes, that's such a relief. La. That was just a few weeks ago. Early few November ago. was so it's like a new chapter for you and your new family. New chapter, you know. Oh Tiring God. process, but again, at least it's our house. I believe in law of attraction and working towards what you want. Right. Because like I said, last year was when I had that thought like, oh my God, I need to get a house. And my plan was three years. Actually, I remember I even texted my friends like, "Oh, uh, this is my financial plan. I want to save up for a house by 2022, 23 like that." So when I saw that text again, I said, "Oh my god!" Rather than three years, it became one year, which was not expected at all. And you bought a house in a pandemic. Like everyone's oh like, oh, property God. market is gonna go ahead. But bias market, bias market. Actually, that actually that is true. Yeah. Actually, that's true. interest rates are very low. Oh my right God, now. yeah, man. I was like, this is pretty good. This interest rate. <laughs> no, that three-year dream becomes one-year dream because of this. Oh, I don't regret lah. Technically, uh, now, hello, thirty-five years of my life of debt. Huh? But but that was also with the help of my mom as well. She had her savings, mm-hmm. had my savings because again, buying a house, she's bought the down payment, which requires a lot of that's money. That's a lot. Yeah. Monthly, sometimes it's a little bit kurang with like renting, right? Mm-hmm. You know. In certain cases, right? Okay, speaking about purchasing a house. Yeah. Like, I think I shared this before. My biggest concern about buying a house is going into debt. Plus, student loans if you didn't get... Still ongoing, still ongoing, actually. (laughs) Few more more case to pay off. (laughs) Right, so still ongoing loan. And then you get into another another debt. And then, at the same time, you still got probably half a decade to go till you're 30 or so. But, like, did that sort of worry or concern ever come up? Actually, it did to a certain extent, now. To be Mm. honest Because I am very cautious with money Especially since last year So what I did was I tried to settle my car repayment As soon as possible And then at the start of every year What I like to do is I like to prepay my phone bills And everything Like for the whole year Oh wow Just one lump sum One lump sum Nice I might struggle that For the next few months About other things But to me It's a huge relief When I don't have to think of like Oh my god What's the bill to pay this month Because Mm -hmm. we tend to splurge on other things as well yeah, that Get happens. it over and done with, right? Yeah. And then Maxis cuts your line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened, happened to, to me also. <laughs> <laughs> After that was when I was like, oh, yo, just pay lah, just pay lah, you know? You were asking if I was worried if I can't really enjoy with the rest of my 20s, right, okay. right? The thing is, right, when I say I'm an uncle, it was not a joke. My lifestyle is literally just, I go to work, I go home. That's all. 
What about the days said, of Phuket? Are those days over? Gone. Long gone. gone. It was even a solo trip. Can you believe it? Now I cannot already. Now I just want to be home. Yeah. I mean, technically now we got no other choice, right? Yeah, to be home. True. Now's a great time to be an uncle who sits at home. True. I'm living my life. I'm living the dream right now. I'm living the dream at home, eating, watching TV, reading books, newspaper. Oh, what such uncle things, you know? <laughs> got tea somewhere, not? Got tea, got what? <laughs> got tea, tea Surprise, I'm drinking water only. Yeah? Oh. Bo- boring uncle. Fun, rare case. You don't have too much caffeine, lah. Uncle cannot sleep at night. <laughs> True. So yeah, I didn't really have that concern because I was always like a family man. Right. So now to me, like as long as I have enough money for family, I've also shifted my perspective on money also. Like last time, it's like, ooh, hidup senang for me meant like, you know, lavish lifestyle, fancy traveling, business class, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's an age thing mm-hmm. where you change how you look at money. Right, okay. Now to me, having enough is enough, you know. As long as there's enough for food every month for us to like maybe go for a night Nice, not fancy, but nice meal mm-hmm. once or twice a month, more than happy. And for one international trip once a year, because that's me, my mom, my brother, right? So it's basically much like a father budgeting for the family. Be kurang like that. Yeah. That's how I look at it. You, you know? really had to step into that role. Yeah, and surprisingly, I don't really feel burdened in the sense where like, oh, why, why? Not yet. And I'm yeah. grateful for that. Lah. I wouldn't be partying or whatever, Daryl. No. <laughs> I think it, it's really it really helps just because you love your family so much I and know. you really okay. want the best for them yeah. and you put their needs above yours. It was such a fun chat though guys. First yeah. time I'm talking about this you know. Oh, so tough. And it was fun. It was just fun. So honored. That's one of the things I'm, I'm trying to work on. Be more transparent, talk about real things, you know. Yeah. Which I think conversations also shift over time. Last time, I'm not more of like, oh, let's talk about fun stuff. I mean, fun is subjective, right? That's true. That's I still right. think yeah. this is a fun chat. Is I had a lot of fun It's a fun chat Yeah, but, I just mean so much fun ah, is it, But actually not so fun lah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I mean like While all this thing was going out I was yeah. just thinking At what point Will I get there And I was about to ask you to, <laughs> At what there point where? Do you think you're ready To sort of be ahead of a family To be responsible for family members To put other people's needs above mine Or whoever but it is But the thing is, is like, I feel like there's no specific time you cannot plan it also, you know. There were so many times prior to that epiphany moment where mm. I told myself, like, I need to do this. Didn't happen. Mm. So I always believe that when the right time comes, it just comes. It just comes. It, it just, just comes. Even if it doesn't make sense, it will just happen, you know. Mm. Because the, you could plan all you want, but if it's not the right time, yeah. it's just not the right time. I see. So maybe it just hasn't happened yet, Daryl. And it <laughs> no. will happen when it, it happens. happens. Epiphany. Yeah. Maybe that's like the epiphany about becoming a parent. Ah. Okay, maybe because I watch too many movies. Lah. <laughs> too dramatic, you know, like in the shower, I'm the guy who cries and goes like, nothing to cry about, but I still want to cry. And I lean towards the wall and be like... <laughs> Like music video lah bro Like music video In the car Look outside the window And I'm like Blinking I'll spread my wings And I'll learn how to fly Padahal I'm not Kelly Clarkson right <laughs> Berangan only You're really not Because Kelly Clarkson Was very scarred By her parents' divorce Oh was she? Did you know that she wrote Did you have her I on the show? That. No but I talk about her a lot online Oh my god like, Did you know Kelly Clarkson Wrote this song When she was 16 About her parents' <gasps> divorce Oh my god It was because of you Because of you I never dead. <laughs> Yeah. You're a big Kelly Clarkson fan? I'm actually not. We just played her <laughs> actually a, not. a lot online. Kelly, if you're listening Recently. to this, don't get offended, okay? <laughs> you're an amazing person yeah, and no, hope no. you're coping well. Yeah, yeah. She's really cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yes. right, right. But thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Thank you. Keanu. Thank you for joining us. Especially <laughs> so last minute. It's like, hi, Keanu. Oh, please. You know how I love to talk. <laughs> you asked me two minutes before, I would dump everything and come here, okay? Even oh. Harry, the producer, knows this by heart, okay? <laughs>
<laughs> well, then we found the right candidate for today's episode. <laughs> I so, hope yeah. so. <laughs> Thank you so much. All the best. Thank you. So, if you enjoyed our intro and outro music that you heard throughout the podcast, you can always check the maestro out. He's Nidusmas. You can check him out on Instagram at Nidusmas Music N I D U S M A S M U S I C. If you're wondering what Nidusmas is, it's something backwards music. And that's it for this episode of the Quad Life Crisis with Kianu. Till next time, I'm Daryl. I'm Saraya. Bye. Bye. Thank you.